Welcome back to the OU's Mishnah Yomis. My name is Jacob Romwitz, and today we are completing the fifth chapter of Meseches Erevin and beginning the sixth. Mishnah Tess says, Amr lahen Rabbi Akiva. Now you may recall in our previous Mishnah, we had a difference of opinion between Rabbi Akiva and the sages regarding a person who places his Erev in a different city. So if a person puts his Erev in a different city, the sages would say he can treat the entire city like four Amos and then get 2,000 Amos around it. Whereas Rabbi Akiva says, no, he only has 2,000 Amos counting from the place where his Erev rests. So Rabbi Akiva says to the to the Chachamim, to the sages, Don't you agree with me in the case of one who puts his Erev in a cave? that he only has from the place of his heir of 2,000 Amos. Amrulo, the Chachamim responded to him, Amosai, when do we agree with you? Bisman she'en badirin, when there are no residents in the cave. Aval yesh badirin, but if there are residents, mahalech kula v'chutzala apayim ama. Then he can walk the entirety of it, treating it like Dalad Amos, and get 2,000 Amos around it. Nimsa kal tocha me'agaba. So we find that the inside of a cave is more lenient than the top of a cave. Ulamode cha'amru, but regarding a person who's counting out steps, he's walking his 2,000 amos, nostin lo alpayim sha'afilu sof midaso kalabamara. If he's counting his 2,000 steps, he's got to the end of his 2,000 steps. Even if it should fall inside a cave, he doesn't get the entirety of the cave. Let's look in the Bart Neuro. Amosai, the Chachamim say, when do we agree with you? Bizman she'ein badirim, when there are no residents. Shenifritzu machitzaseha, ve'ena re'uya ladirin. It's when the walls of the cave have been uh, broken down and it is no longer fit for habitation. She'im re'uya ladirin, afal pi she'ein ba'achshav diurin, ena nechsheves kula elekadalad amos ladivre Chachamim. If it's fit for habitation, even if there don't happen to be residences, then the Chachamim would say the entirety of the cave is like four Amos. Similarly, a city that has no residence, but it has a wall around it, If he puts his Erev there, he can treat the whole thing like Dalet Amos. Even though there are no residents, it's fit and it's enclosed. Even if it's as big as the city of Antioch, which is a large city. We find that the interior of the cave is more lenient than the top of it. Because if he put his Erev on top of the cave, he would only have 2,000 Amos from the Erev. Because the top is not fit for habitation. But if he puts it on the inside, he can walk the entirety of the cave inside and then 2,000 amos around. Ulamode Cha'amru, and the one measuring who we spoke about. Even though the Chachamim disagree with Rabbi Akiva regarding a city, and they say that the entire city should be treated like Dalad Amos, Modenhain they agree that if someone's walking his 2,000 amos and he reaches the limit, even if it's inside a cave, he doesn't get to walk around anymore once he reaches his boundary. That is the end of the ninth Mishnah and the end of the fifth parak, and we immediately start with the first Mishnah in the sixth parak.
Now we're starting a new topic. We are starting with Erev Echatzeros and the people who share a chatzer. They have a common courtyard. Their houses open onto the same yard. They need to have uh, an agreement to enable them to carry. Otherwise, they will restrict one another. So our Mishnah says, Hadar im hanachri b'chatzer, someone who shares a courtyard with a non-Jew, o imi she'enu moda be'erev, or if he shares the courtyard with someone who doesn't agree with the entire concept of Erev, harize oser alav, these people can restrict his movements on Shabbos. Divir Rabbi Meir, this is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, but Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov says, Le'olam eno oser, achiyu shnei Yisraelim osrin ze al ze. Only Jews in good standing can restrict one another. We'll see who the uh, the person who doesn't believe in Erev is in a minute. So only two legit Jews, even if one's not from, can restrict each other's movements when it comes to a chatzar on Shabbos. Let us look in the Bart Nuro. Hadar. So someone who lives with a person who doesn't agree with the concept of Erev, Kusi, a Samaritan. So they're sort of like sketchy Jews. The Samaritans were reliable in some matters. They were unreliable in other matters. They were not Jews in good standing. So that is the example of someone who does not believe in the concept of Erev. They can restrict him. From carrying from his house to the Chatzar. Until he rents him uh, the access that he has in the Chatzar. But the second opinion in our Mishnah is that only two Jews can restrict one another. Really, they both agree when it comes to a non-Jew that his residence isn't a residence for the purpose of Erev. And, and really, he doesn't restrict. But the Chamim made a rabbinic rule that he shouldn't share a chaser with non-Jews because they were afraid that he would live with idolaters and he would learn idolatry from him. So as a preventative measure to being exposed to idolatry, they said, if you live with the non-Jews, it's going to need fixing up just like living with Jews. That is the end of Mishnah Aleph. Join us tomorrow when we will continue this chapter with Mishnah Bays and Gimel.